Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Time for another day of looking at our brains together. I love it so much. It centers me. I just got back from a retreat at Bear Lake. We had 80 women there that we were hosting. And I walked in the door about four hours ago. And my little dog, Cosette, has not left my side since. In fact, she's sitting at my feet right now on top of my foot because she has not, like anytime I get up and move, she's getting up and moving with me. There's, she's not letting me out of her sight and it's so adorable. So I love it. Love, love animals. All right. We are going to get started today with Mackenzie. And if Lisa doesn't come, then I'm going to coach someone live who's on the call. So that will be fun. And if nobody wants to be coached, which has never happened before, then I will coach myself and let you guys see how I do that. Cause that could be fun, right? So, okay. Mackenzie, I don't want you to worry about your sweet little baby because I have kids. I've got four of them and I've got this dog too, which is like a kid. And so there's just, we, I love babies. We love kids. There's no problem. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Perfect. What can I help you with today? How do you get your team to catch the vision, like catch the vision and work the business? What are share? What, what makes you think that you don't know how to do that? Hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. Okay. We love it when family and people come to help. One of the things that I think is so awesome about what we do in network marketing is this ability to help people catch the vision. Um, while Mackenzie is taking care of her family, I want to teach you something that you might not know. It's something that I found out years ago, but I was reminded about it this week by a friend of mine, Whitney, who was at our retreat. And she said that, I don't know if you know this, do you know there's a, the difference between direct sales and network marketing? Because a lot of people will say, oh yeah, I don't do network marketing. I do direct sales. I used to say that before I knew the difference years ago. And so I thought I would teach you what the difference is. And then if for some reason Mackenzie can't come back, then I will, um, I'll ask for a volunteer to be coached. So put your hand up if you are interested. Um, okay. So direct sales is when you have a product and you sell a product. And the only way to make money is to continue to sell that product. So for example, if you are selling lipstick 
and you buy the lipstick and then you sell it and it's not on a subscription, that's direct sales. If you are in network marketing, it's residual income and it's where you sign someone up, they sign someone up, and there's a subscription that residually processes and residually makes you an income. So the difference is direct sales is where you sell a product to someone and network marketing is where there's a residual income. And I think a lot of people in our industry don't know the difference. They just think, oh no, direct sales is another way to say network marketing if I don't like the phrase network marketing. Or the popular one that a lot of people are using now is social selling, right? I want to be very clear that I am a professional network marketer and I love it. It is the greatest industry on the earth. It has provided our family a significant income. We got out of $125,000 in debt. We are able to have a secure, uh, secure finances because of it. Um, I love the business model of network marketing. So uh, you might be someone that loves direct sales. You might be someone who likes to sell a product every single month. And that maybe that's brought your family a tremendous income. They are all amazing ways to create wealth and to create income from your family. And I hope that by listening to this podcast, you will let go of any shame that you have around either of those terms, right? And it doesn't matter what you call it, right? But if you're calling it something that it's not, let's dive into it. Let's look at why there might be shame around that or why you might not be able to say, yeah, I'm in network marketing. What do you do? Right. Cause that has been a, that has been a hurdle for me over the years. Now I'm in a position where I can better do that. And typically what I say now to people, when they're like, what do you do? I'm like pyramid scheme. What do you do? <laughs> Just cause I love to see their reaction on their faces. They never really know what to do with it. It's kind of funny. So, and pyramid schemes, if you're in network marketing, you know, pyramid schemes are illegal. It's where they are selling you um, something that is not a product or a service, right? So it would be like, give me $5,000 for nothing in return and make a million dollars two months later. Like that would be a pyramid scheme if there's no product or no service where network marketing is 100% legal because you are buying a product or a service. And if you've ever done network marketing for more than two seconds, what you start to realize is that every company is a pyramid scheme, not in the illegal way, but in the way that people think network marketing is, right? Like Target has a president at the top, at the very top of the pyramid, they have a CEO, right? And then from there, it, it goes down. It has your, your presidents and your vice presidents and your executives and your workers. And it goes down into this nice pyramid. See, the difference about network marketing and traditional business like a Target or a Walmart or a grocery store or whatever it is, right? A boutique, Nordstrom, they're all set up in a pyramid, all of them. The difference between network marketing and that is that someone that has no education, no background, no career 
of building their way through the corporate ladder can become the CEO in a very short amount of time in network marketing without any experience, no degree required, no work experience. And that's what makes it so special. That's what makes it unique and something different than any other business model out there. And it gets a bad rap, but those of us who love it, we are on a mission to show everyone that they're missing out because it truly is the greatest, greatest thing on earth. Okay, I am going to go ahead and coach Cassie because Mackenzie is still taking care of her daughter. And she had asked to be coached second, but we didn't have... Uh, I'm good now. I, oh, you're good video, now. Yeah, okay. my video is just not working for some reason. Okay, that's totally fine. Don't worry. Okay, Mackenzie. So you had initially asked about how you cast vision for someone, right? Is that what you were saying? Right. Like, how do I get my team to see the vision of make, like they can make an income off of this and share the love of their products with others and get an income from that? Are you not currently able to do that? I have been able to do that with three people, but they don't continually do it. And I can't keep them on with sharing and keeping them to continue to add people to their team. So your, um, your, your main problem, if I were to say, what's the problem in this for you, you know, how do you, you ask, how do you, um, how do you cast vision for your team to, to believe in, to have belief in the business, right? Like that's what you're asking. Yeah. And so as something, if we want to try and like coach it through the model, right? Like we don't have the right information yet, but in answering your question, um, all momentum is, is belief, right? We've talked about that before. The only thing momentum is, is belief. And if you, as the leader, have belief that will then bleed over into your team. So what I want to ask you is what is your belief about this business and how it can be something worth sharing? So my belief is that these products work and I know that I can make an income doing so by sharing my heart about the products. Okay. And why, what's the problem? Why is that? Is that, is that not, you said it's not working to share that with your team. I share with them the potential. And I mean, I give them um, information. I give them zooms to watch. I mean, I know we have the trainings, but sometimes I feel like there's so much information pushed at them at the beginning that then they shut down. Okay. So there's so much information pushed at them in the beginning. Because a lot of people that I have started start always want to start the products first, see their results, and then they're willing to share is what they initially say. And then once they've 
seen the results, then they don't want to share after. Like they tell me one thing. And then once that one thing happens, they don't want to share. And why is that? I think it's fear in themselves. I mean, I was there once upon a time. I was nervous to put myself out there. But until I got over that fear of it's okay to post on social media, it's okay. Everyone says they don't want to be that person. Um, So you have a team. And your thought is what about them when it comes to sharing? That they're afraid. That they're, and the reason why they're afraid is because why? They're afraid of what others are going to think of them. Okay. And the other thing you said was there's so much info pushed at them in the beginning and then they shut down. Correct. I feel like, cause we add them to, um, like a team Facebook page. Then you add them to a, um, there's like the new ambassador Facebook page, and then you're sending them the how to get started guide. And there's just so much all at once. Mm -hmm. And so when you think there's so much all at once, how do you feel? Um, I feel what word do I want to describe it? I don't want to say I'm overwhelmed, but I'm sure they're overwhelmed. And then we we can't really get in their model because we don't know how they're really feeling or thinking, but we can only think about what we are thinking. And so your thought is there's so much all at once. I mean, my feeling after they shut down is I'm, I don't want to say I feel it's not a frustration. It's just like I've given them a lot of time and then they shut down. Can you think of an example of when this has recently happened? Um, so I had a girl start, I don't know if it was two months ago or one month ago and she's having really good results. She feels good. Um, I, Gave her all the information about the referral um, link and added her to our Facebook team um, and then asked her to do a shout out post because that's how I was instructed to do the steps of it is do a shout out post. And she was like, nope, I don't want to do it for a few more weeks. And then when I asked her a couple weeks later, she ghosted me and is still ghosting me. Okay. So you asked a girl to do a shout out post and she said, no, I don't want to do it for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And then you asked again and she didn't respond. Correct. Okay. And then you thought what? I mean, I kind of felt defeated. Like, what do you think about it though? I mean, and my thought was, did I push too hard? And what's the answer to that? I don't feel like I pushed too hard because she told me to check in with her in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I let that happen. I gave her a couple of weeks and checked in with her again. Mm -hmm. 
So my thought is, okay, she does, she's not interested in sharing the business then or sharing a shout out post. She's not interested in sharing. There's our thought. Okay. And when you think she's not interested in sharing, how do you feel? like defeated and frustrated. If you had to pick one, which one would you feel is more strong, defeated or frustrated? Probably defeated. Okay. And when you feel defeated, what are some of the things that happened? I put her at the bottom of my list. Okay. What else? I mean, negative thoughts come to my mind because I'm looking for a business builder and I want to grow and I want them to see the possibilities of this business. So when you had negative thoughts, were they negative thoughts about her or negative thoughts about you? Can you clarify that a little bit? I wouldn't say negative thoughts about her by any means. Just negative thoughts, maybe that I'm doing, I'm missing a specific piece to my puzzle, or I would say more negative towards myself, because I feel like there's a reason why a lot of my team hasn't caught the vision. So some judging of self a little bit there. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything that you are avoiding when you feel defeated? I would say messaging her again. Okay. Just because I don't want to be overpowering and messaging several times and getting no response. Mm -hmm. But I also like want the respect. Like you're on my team. I want you to like still communicate with me. like how the products are going and if you're benefiting from them. So a little bit of doubting there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you asked a girl to do a shout out post and she said, no, I'm not ready, but I will in a few weeks. And then you messaged her again and she didn't respond back. And you thought, She's not interested in sharing. And then you feel defeated. Mm -hmm. And when you feel defeated, you put her at the bottom of your list. You had negative thoughts that you're not doing it right. Judging self, avoided messaging her, worry about perception of self and some doubting of self going on. Right. And how is that like what is happening for you there when you do all those things like what comes from that like doing doing what things like when you put her at the bottom of the list and you think negative thoughts that i'm doing it wrong you judge self you avoid messaging her you worry about perception of self and you're doubting i mean i'm bringing myself down that's for sure yeah So I am bringing myself down. 
and I'm not having belief in myself. I'm not having belief in self. And it's kind of interesting too. I'm not sharing. Right? I'm not sharing. Yeah. Sharing with her or sharing with who? Well, you're not sharing with her. And just to get clarification, when you, you said you avoid messaging her, do you avoid doing other work things when you feel defeated? No, I still feel I'm good at then moving on to the next like my next level one or okay. I post on Facebook, I interact, I interact. Okay. So you're still sharing. It's just, you're not sharing with her, but that's not really our result, right? Like you're, I'm bringing myself down. I'm not having belief in self. Right. So I doubt me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what do you think about all of that when you look at it that way, laid out? I mean, it's showing that I'm not really pouring belief into myself, so it's hard to pour belief into them. Mm-hmm. Why is that happening? Um, I don't know if I've put myself like in enough trainings to keep like myself and well-educated enough to know how to share properly with my team members. What would, what would you need to do? Like, tell me more about that. Well, I feel like I need to watch, join some power hours or watch some YouTube videos that really explain how the business works and get guidance from my up leads to know exactly like how they share and how they bring up how to share with their team. Because I feel like I have like bits and pieces from multiple people. It's just hard to know which one works for me. And why aren't you doing that right now? Uh, Well, I mean, just working a full-time, well, a full-time job, a PRN job and having, I don't want to say I don't have time because I can make time and that's where I need to work on making time for these things. So when you think this thought, she's not interested in sharing, why is that a problem? I mean, the problem probably relies back on me because I'm not having belief, but. But why is it a problem that she's not interested in sharing? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a problem, but it's just frustrating because I'm looking for people who are ready for even to get just their products paid for to help me accelerate in my business. So what do you make it mean about you that she's not interested in sharing? Hmm. 
I mean, maybe truly she's just not interested in sharing. Right. And we can, we can decide that right. With our brain. That's like our higher, our higher brain. That's like, yeah, I mean, that's another, that, that could be what else is true. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so what else is true? If you like in one thought, you're thinking she's not interested in sharing. And then you've offered this beautiful, you've offered this thought, uh, that it could be that, um, you know, she might, what did you say? Um, hold on. I'm trying to think like she's not. I can't remember what I just said. Like you said something along the lines of she just might not want to share. She might not want to do this. So she just might not be ready right now. Right. She might not. And that's the thing. She may not be ready right now. And I just don't know how to know when the right time is unless it's just, she comes to me. Mm -hmm. And so how do you know when the right time is? Well, I've had people come to me and say they're ready to share. Otherwise, like when I'm checking in on her monthly about how her products are going, if interest sparks, otherwise I really don't know how to know exactly when somebody is like ready to go. Okay. And the reason why it's a problem that she's not interested in sharing is because you need sharers, right? Yeah. I need sharers to make my business grow. And what is it like, what does it mean if she's not interested? I mean, it's not, I understand not everyone is going to be interested right away. I'm just trying very hard to find a few business builders so my business can expand and grow. And what does it mean about you that this is not your person to share? Um, I mean, I don't feel like, can you elaborate more? Like, what do you mean? Like there's something here, I think that when you have this thought, she's not interested in sharing. It's almost like, and correct me if I'm wrong. It's almost like I see you saying, and something's gone wrong and she, and this is bad. She's not interested in sharing and this is bad. This is negative. I wouldn't say it's negative. I guess I like with where my team's at now, I kind of expected just to have more people capturing the vision and wanting to share. So what does it mean that you don't? That I don't have people sharing? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's something missing in my, like in my coaching that they are missing that I'm not giving them or they're, I mean, I'm just not finding those right people. Okay. So when you think this thought, she's not interested in sharing, it means there's something missing in your coaching. I mean, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And when she's not interested in sharing, you feel defeated, right? And we know that the result of that is I'm bringing myself down or I'm not having belief in myself. 
right? And we think it's because there's something missing in your, in your coaching. Right. And do you want to believe that there is something missing in your coaching? No. You want to believe that she's not interested in sharing because you're doing something wrong? No. What do you want to believe? Well, I want to believe that I'm giving my team exactly what they need to succeed. That they have belief and belief, belief in me that I know what I'm doing and I know that they can do this if they choose. So why do you believe that she's not interested in sharing? Well, I mean, she ghosted me. I mean, maybe that was just pure. I mean, we are all busy and I know sometimes you read a message and you forget to go back, but I messaged her twice and there was nothing there. Mm -hmm. And so when you think there's something missing in my coaching, right? There's something missing in my coaching. So what? Can you say that again? Sorry. Yeah. When you think there's something missing in my coaching, what I'm wondering is, is why is that a problem? Well, if there's something missing in my coaching, then they're missing that piece to their success or their business or their products. Is it possible that there's nothing wrong with your coaching? Yes. How so? I feel like I give them the guidance they need and give them the tools they need to success and to be successful, but maybe they're just wanting to only take the products and the products only, and they have no desire to share or build a business. Mm -hmm. Kind of interesting. One of the things that you told me is you said that the person that you want to be is someone who, or, or the answer, the answer to what could help someone was join power hours, watch YouTube videos, learn how to share with my team. That was the answer to how do you become better at developing shares, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when I asked, why aren't you doing that now? You said, because of time, right? Yeah. But I also see you spending time putting her at the bottom of the list, thinking negative thoughts that I'm doing something wrong, judging self, avoiding messaging her, worrying about perception of self and doubting self. And all of those things are coming from the feeling of feeling defeated. And the feeling defeated comes because of that thought that you chose, she's not interested in sharing. Do you see that you're choosing that thought? Yes. Because I know that a lot of times when we have a thought like that in our brain, we're like, yep, she's not interested in sharing. And I have this action of her not responding to my message to prove it. Like if she was interested in sharing, she would totally respond back to me because that's what people do that are interested in sharing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so in our mind, we're like, yep, she's not interested in sharing. And that's just a fact. But what I would love to help you see is that when you pick that thought, she's not interested in sharing, you put her at the bottom of your list. So even if she wanted to share, she's not going to have the chance because you're moving on because you believe she's not interested in sharing. Right? Yeah. And so when you think about yourself as a leader who has people sharing, what does that leader do? What are her actions in a situation like this? Um, I mean, I check in with them every couple of days. I give them post ideas. Um, we start three-way messages with people who are interested. I tag them in like power hours or Zooms that would be good for them to listen to. Um, what about this future version of yourself who has a lot of sharers? How would she mm-hmm. handle this situation? Let's just say you have like 50 people sharing on your team. I want you to picture yourself as that person. And you ask this girl to do a shout out, which is common for you because if you have 50 shares, you've asked a lot of people to do shout outs, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all these people sharing, 50 people are sharing on your team and you ask a new person to share. And she says, no, I'm not ready to share. It's going to be a couple of weeks and you go, no problem. And then a couple of weeks later, you come back and you message her again and she doesn't respond. What is that person going to think and do who has 50 people sharing on her team in that moment? Keep her at the top of the list and keep trying to have interaction with her. Why? Because you've poured belief in yourself that you can build a team and this person may be a business builder. It just might not be the right time. Why are you not thinking that right now? To be honest, I really don't know. Let's think, let's think about it because it's kind of, kind of fascinating to me how our brain does this, right? Like here you go being human again right? No Mm -hmm. judgment here, but it's kind of interesting how in our minds we're like, yep, I'm going to think those things and believe those things when I have X, Y, and Z achieved. So I can't think it now can't be true now, even though my brain tells me it could totally be true. And I know I'm going to believe it when I get there, but like right now she's just not interested in sharing and I have to sit and feel defeated and think all these negative thoughts and avoid messaging her and worry about the perception of self and doubting myself. And I put her at the bottom of my list. And in the end, I'm bringing myself down. Is it, is it possible that if we choose this thought, she's not interested in sharing and our result is always, I am bringing myself down. (coughs) How are we going to become that future version of ourselves? I mean, we're not because so, you're not going to pour belief into yourself that you can do it. 
Right. And so our brain tells us like, yeah, like we can't think those things and believe those things about us till we get there, but that's our brain lying to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so why can't we believe all of those things about our future self right now? Or can we? No, we, we definitely can. What would we need to believe right now to know that that's true? We would need to believe in ourselves. Okay. And right now, I'm bringing myself down. I'm not having belief in self. We're the two results that you found mm-hmm. that are happening. So if we want to believe, if our goal is to, if our goal is, I believe in myself, what actions are we going to need to take to have that result? Like someone that believes in themselves, what are they going to do every day? How are they going to lead their team? What's that interaction going to look like? With their team? Yeah. Let's, let's look at this girl in particular, not on, she, she's on the team, but she's not working, right? She's ordering product and she has a, she has a story, but she's not ready to do a shout out. So let's just leave her alone there. Let's just leave the situation to be exactly identical, right? Yep. And you want the result to be, I believe in myself. And so what are we going to need to do with, with our actions to produce, I believe in myself. Like, what does that person do who believes in herself? Does daily IPA. Okay. What else? Um, reads a self-development book. Okay. What else? Um, I mean, um, I mean, checking in with your team, but that would be in your daily IPA. Okay. I don't know what else I would do. What are you not doing as someone who believes in self? I struggle reading self-development books. What are you, what are you going to, what are you going to avoid doing if you are someone that believes in yourself? Making excuses. Okay. So, um, avoids excuses. What else? Avoid the negative mindset. Okay. Anything else you do or don't do as someone that believes in yourself? I mean, I'm going to avoid comparing myself to somebody else who may have, I mean, watching somebody go from like being just a beginner and then they make it to, let's say, Emerald within a year, like, and then I don't like comparing myself because I've been with Plexus for five years and I'm at senior gold. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't like to like, I want to avoid like comparing myself. Is comparison something we like, why is comparison something you want to avoid? Tell me more about that. Cause it just makes it, it makes me feel down and defeated just because I feel like I, I feel like I've been consistent for the last two years, but I'm obviously not being consistent in places that I need to be. Is comparison always bad? No. When is it, when is it good? Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it, it can be good, but I don't know exactly off the top of my head. Let's think of an example of when comparison could be good. Well, I don't think it can be. Okay. A question that you might want to ask yourself in this process is, is there ever a time when comparison could be good? When we compare ourselves to others, is it is it bad or good when we compare ourselves to others in your mind? Um, bad. What about if we compare ourselves to ourselves? Is that bad or good? Mm, I would say that wouldn't be like a bad thing to compare ourselves, like like comparing myself myself to myself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm comparing myself with myself, but I feel like that would be, I don't feel like that would be as bad. How so? Um, that's a hard question. The good stuff always is, right? Yes. I mean, it lo- makes you look at like why you're comparing yourself to yourself. Um, I mean, it kind of makes you take a step back and realize what you're doing. Okay. Okay. So sometimes comparison can be good when we compare ourselves to ourselves. Um, no, probably not. I mean, we don't know. I, I, we don't I know. Don't really know. Something to think about and explore as you are curious around this topic, right? Yes. So if we want our result to be, I believe in myself and someone who believes in themselves does daily messaging, IPA, reads self-development book, checking in with team, avoids excuses, avoids negative mindset, compares me to me. Um, that person sounds like the energizer bunny, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's like a hundred percent positive a hundred percent of the time, right? Yes. But is that possible? No. Because why? Because life. Life is what? I mean, life happens. Right. It's not possible to just be the energizer bunny at all times. And life is 50, 50, isn't it? Yes. So if life is 50, 50, 
then 50% of the time I might believe in myself. And the other 50% of the time I might doubt myself. Is it possible that you believe in yourself right now already? Yes. How so? Because I try to wake up every single morning and have a positive outlook, whether or not my daughter slept all night and I'm exhausted, or I try to go to my full-time job with a smile on my face, even though some of my coworkers might not be the happiest people. And in your mind, it's better to be that way? Happy? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I love being happy. I don't know. It, it just brings feels, more. It feels better, right? It does feel better. Yeah. It's like if, we, if we're going to pick, and I talked about this a little bit this week on one of the calls, if we could pick any emotion to feel, it's probably something along the lines of love or mm-hmm. peace, right? If I'm like, how would you want to feel 100% of the time? Love, peace, calm, joy, happy, right? And then when we feel something other than that, like defeat, we're like, oh my gosh, something's gone wrong, right? Mm -hmm. And so right now in your mind, you're operating from this place of, I need to know how to inspire a team. And cast like, like, how do I get them to believe in posting in this business? Because like, this is a problem and something has gone wrong because I shouldn't be feeling defeated. Right. If I'm going to believe in myself, I cannot feel. But is it possible that the way we find out how we show people belief in this is sometimes we have to feel defeated. I mean, I feel like sometimes you do have to feel defeated because it's not going to always, you're not going to always have somebody that wants to share. Right. Yeah. Kind of, kind of interesting to realize that. What do you think? Yeah, it's, I mean, I feel like I realize that people, there's going to definitely be people who don't want to share. I just don't know how to find the people that want to share. Well, and something that your brain is doing right now that I'm observing is And it's because of me and I'm doing it wrong that they're not. So I just may not have found the people that are ready to go. It's possible, right? Mm -hmm. And when we think that thought... It's possible that I just haven't found the people that are ready to go. What emotion does that bring up in you? Um, Like hopeful. Okay. And when you're hopeful, what do you do? 
I mean, I continue on with my business and share my heart. I am doing my daily IPA. I'm trying to pour belief into myself that somebody out there is going to be ready to join. Totally different than what comes from this thought of she's not interested in sharing. Yes. And yet the circumstance stays the same. I asked a girl to do a shout out post and she said, no, I'm not ready. I want to do it in a couple of weeks. You message back and you, she doesn't respond. And in one situation, you think she's not interested in sharing. There's something wrong with my coaching. And in the other situation, you have this realization where you think it's possible. I just haven't found the people who are ready to share. Yes. And in that situation, you feel hopeful. Well, the other one, you feel defeated. (laughs) And when you feel hopeful, You do all the things. You send the messages, you do the posts, you do all the things that you just listed off, right? Mm -hmm. And the result from that one is possibly I believe in myself. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And yet the girl still is not responding to you in either of those situations. Well, then she's not, she's not ready. Right. And maybe it there's has, hope down the road. Hope right. down it the has, road. And, and it has nothing to do with you either way. It's just totally neutral. She's neutral, but you're creating your experience with the thought you choose. And we can either sit and we can doubt ourselves and doubt our systems and doubt our ability to cast vision and help people see, or We can believe that it's possible. I just haven't found the people yet. Yes. And when we pick the thought, it's possible. I just haven't found the people yet. Our actions are far more in line with finding the people. Are they not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not saying you should or shouldn't think she's not interested in sharing but it's totally up to you what you want to believe about that situation. Right? Yes. Okay. This will be, this will be, this will be fun to practice. It will be. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes we might just want to feel defeated. We'll be like, yep. There I go again. Feeling defeated today. Right? Yeah, and that's okay. Sometimes that's what you got to feel too. I mean, sometimes you just have to go through those emotions and then the next, after you feel that, then you just move on and keep being hopeful that your team is going to grow. And either way, whether it grows or not, what creates your experience? What creates my experience? 
the belief in myself, the way you think about it. And when you think about it in a way that creates belief in self, your actions are going to be far more in line with the result you ultimately want, which is your business to grow and have more shares. Is it not? Yes. Yeah. So the choice is yours. It's in my hands. It's in your hands. Right now you're giving all your power to this girl that didn't respond back. How do you go about sharing with your team the business opportunity? I tell them how, like what it's done for us. I always start with what I wanted out of this financially, what it's given us financially, what I want it to continue to give us financially and how, how would they feel making $400 this month? What would they do with an extra thousand dollars this month? Did you know I could help you learn to do that? Would you want to do that with me this month? I share my belief with them. Good to know. But if if you are thinking I'm not having belief in self, then there's the gap. Right? Yes. We believe we don't have belief in self. How are we going to share belief with others? Right. Right. Yeah. Kind of interesting what's happening there. Yes. Which is like the best news ever. Cause you can just, you know, decide what you want to believe and share that yep. belief with them. Could be super powerful. Yes. Yeah. All right, Mackenzie. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Cassie, you're up. Okay. Hi. If I have myself, when I have myself off of mute, is it loud? I have the no, little one watching Paw Patrol. Okay. Totally fine. I have, okay. I have people out in my front yard with tractors that I keep wondering if you guys can hear. They're nope. like mini loaders moving lots and lots of bark into the backyard. <laughs> I can't hear it at all. Good. What um, can I do with? So the last time we talked, um, we ended on that. I was supposed to be thinking, um, is it possible that I could be doing everything right? And I feel like that's given me like a lot of, um, it's like giving me a lot of relief. I feel like, um, it kind of gives me the freedom not to have to overthink every little thing that I'm doing, which is great. But I've now no, not now. Like I'm still finding myself when it's time to like work my business. Um, I'm avoiding it like hardcore, but I still like the amount of like passion and, and drive and desire to do it is so strong, but I'm avoiding doing it. Um, I tried to write down my own thought model the other day and I thought, oh, it is here. And I said um, that I, I did a time block to work my Plexus business from 9 to 10. It took me till 10 o'clock to even attempt to start that. 
And, um, all I was doing was just buffering. Like I got nervous almost when nine o'clock hit. And then I was like, no, I just need to do this first. Um, and I was aware that I was buffering while I was buffering, but I continued to buffer. And then I, so I put that my circumstance was my time blocked work plexus. The thought was, I don't know what to do. I felt overwhelmed and chaotic. And then I avoided doing anything with the business. Um, I immediately thought, well, I need to just do a calendar and like time block some more and make sure I have everybody scheduled that I want to follow up with. Um, but then I didn't do that. I went and did the laundry and the dishes and I went outside to get the mail. And then I looked for a video I wanted to watch to do, you know, personal growth instead. I ordered groceries online. Um, I tried to sit with that feeling at first. I felt like that's what I should do is just sit there and, and feel uncomfortable, but it didn't last very long. Um, and then obviously I didn't move forward. Um, but I just, I don't know why I, I feel like I have more clarity now than I ever have on what exactly I'm supposed to do to grow a business. But every time it comes, you know, the time to actually go and do it, I'm, I'm avoiding it. So when you sat down to do your time block from nine to 10, mm-hmm. you thought, I don't know what to do. Right. And then you felt, was it overwhelm or chaotic? Overwhelmed. Okay. You felt overwhelmed and then you avoided working. You thought about the calendar, the schedule. You did some laundry, you did some dishes, you did some mail, you watched a video or you looked up a video mm-hmm. and you ordered some groceries and you said what came of it, your result was that when you sit down to work, you don't know what to do. Yeah. I feel overwhelmed. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. None of this has worked before. I don't know if I'm even going like, you know, when I'm sitting down to work, I'm reaching out to these people or I don't know who to reach out to. Like, where do I even start? And then I'm like, I just don't even know what to do. I can't even handle it. I'm just going to go do something else. And it's like, when you, when you keep holding on to this belief of, I don't know what to do, your result is, I don't have direction. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what is so nice about this belief? I don't know what to do. I can figure out what to do. No, but like, what do you enjoy about it? Cause you keep picking. Oh gosh, nothing at all. It causes me so much, like so many bad negative feelings because I end up feeling guilty because I didn't try harder to, to just figure out what to do. I feel lazy because I feel like if I would have just persevered and, and just started doing something, I might've figured it out. And then I feel, um, uh, defeated because I'm still not moving forward. And then it goes into, this is not ever going to work. Like it's from where I am now to where I want to be is just so far away. Like how am I ever going to get there? I can't even do one day of IPX. You just gave me like 17 different models. (laughs) (laughs) That's all the time. I know. It's just like one to the next, to the next, to the next, right? Like a toddler with a Sharpie drawing all over the walls. Oh yeah. Right. 
and you're allowing it to happen. Yeah. Right. And your result is going to be, I don't have direction. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, that's, that's, yeah, I don't have direction. That's where I feel like I don't know which direction to go. in. Yeah. And who gets to decide, like who puts the lid back on the pen? Me. Yeah. And when I was like, why do you like this thought so much? I don't know what to do. And you're like, I don't like it. It's awful. So why are you picking it? I feel like maybe I'm just stuck in the habit. Maybe it's easier to pick it than to actually figure out what to do and try to do it because I'm definitely scared of failure. I, you know, I know that. So I'm, I don't know if maybe I think if I, if I put everything I've got into it, I won't get there. And then what? So your brain thinks it's easier to do what it's doing right now. Yeah. Okay. And is it possible that you could be wrong? Oh yeah. Why? How? Because something's not lining up. Like I feel, I feel it. Like I'm not, I'm not synced with what I want, you know, like every day, like I feel like I just haven't figured it out. You know, I know when I'm doing really well or when I'm like moving in a positive direction, when things for me, like my mind and my actions and everything, my thoughts and my actions are lining up. You know, I don't feel like I'm stuck with extra time and nothing to do. You know, I feel like I've, the more, more things I do during the day, especially like to deal with with plexus. Like if I've talked to someone, I went the other day, drove to a town that's like 10 minutes away to swap some products with a gal that had some and like, she's a potential. And like, so I felt good that day. Like, Oh, I did something. Um, and then if I don't do things, if I have time, then, then I feel that I've wasted I feel bad. And it's like, we're relying on something external to make us feel yes. good. Yes. But what's the only thing that can make us feel good? Myself, my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And so really there's some thought error happening here, right? Because you're like, yep. It's so much easier just to be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then I don't have to do anything except you're doing a lot of things. You're avoiding work. You're thinking about your calendar. You're thinking about your schedule. You're doing laundry, you're doing dishes, you're doing mail, you're watching a video, you're looking up a video, you're doing groceries. You're doing a lot of things. Right. Yeah. And it's the, the feelings are really tiring to deal with all the time. The negative feelings, like I'm not doing what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. That's really tiring. Yeah. Um, and so one thing that you can do here is interrupt yourself, right? You hear me say this a lot where you might think, I don't know what to do. <clears throat> and you sit down to work and you think, I don't know what to do. And you just go to yourself, shh, let's just take a guess. What would I do? Like. What could I do right now? What is my, what do I want to, what do I want to achieve today? A question that I ask myself a lot is how could I make a paycheck today? 
Hmm. How could I make $35 right now? Right. Like meaning how could I sell a welcome pack right now? What could I do? I was thinking about this last night, right? Like we were sort of having like a break in our retreat and I thought, what could I do? I, I, my thought was I'm bored. And I thought, Mm. I know I'll make money. (laughs) Probably some buffering going on there. Right. Cause I'm bored. Don't want to feel bored. So I'll do something right. Might as well. I don't want to sit still. I got to do something. Right. But just for sake of <clears throat> watching what just, just for this teaching moment here. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's not, not without putting my thing in a model or why did she do that? Why did she sit in boredom? Like, let's just put that off to the side for a minute. Right. And just look mm-hmm. at when I ask myself the question, how am I going to make, how could I make $35 right now? Right. And I thought, I'm going to try and make one of those reels that like has the voiceover. Like I know how to make reels, but I've never been able to figure out the voiceover thing. Like I finally learned, took me a month to like figure out how to save the audio of one of my friends that has like a really funny voiceover. Right. And then they, they say it and it looks like they're saying it. And I was like, I'm going to just see if I can figure it out right now. I've got five minutes. I'll just see. Right. And I, I saw one of my friends and I figured out how you, you know, you click the little three dots and then it goes to the audio and you click save audio. And then I go into my, my story and I click real. And then I clicked uh, saved audio and there it was. And I was like, Oh, cool. I wonder how I get the audio to work. And I held the button down and it played it. And then I was like, Oh, I should just see if I can memorize that really fast and say it. And I said it. And then I posted it and I was like, okay, time to go back to the group. So I went back to the group, right? Five minutes, stepped away for five minutes. And this morning I got back and I had a text message from a friend that I've known for, for eight years. And she said, how can I get that stuff? Tell me about that stuff. Could it help me? Do you really think you could help me? I'm interested. And I was like, oh, ah, yes, I'm about to make $35, 40. Cause she's going to hopefully get the bigger pack. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like when you're in that moment of, I don't know what to do. What if you asked yourself a question instead of being like, I don't know what to do. You could be like, what could I do right now that might generate money? Mm -hmm. And your brain might say, we can make one of those reels. Or your brain might say, we could message that person that we're going to message later when we have more time. We can just do it right now, right? I could just try this. Mm-hmm. And if you just acted on it, it may or may not provide a result, but it is going to interrupt this model of, I don't know what to do that you keep believing is true. Okay. So interrupt it. Maybe. Yes. Tell it to go away. Or I mean, shush. Yeah. Just like, like you're telling yourself to just. Mm -hmm. What can I do right now though, to make $35? Mm -hmm. Keep it really simple like that. 
What can I yeah, do? It doesn't right sound now? so overwhelming. Like when you said, how can I make a paycheck? Immediately I was like, that seems daunting. Ah. And then when you said $35, I was like, okay, well, I can make $35. You know, I just need like one person. Yeah. Maybe two people. Right. Um, yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> um, yes. So I maybe, think consistency becomes an issue for me too. Well, but, but let's, the, the reason consistency is a problem for you is because you keep thinking, I don't know what to do. And yeah. when you don't know what to do, how are you going to show up consistently? Cause you're going to avoid work. You can't be consistent. If all you're doing is choosing, I don't know what to do. I feel overall my avoid work. I do other things. Right. right. And it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes when I do this, I'm like, yep, here I go. I'm buffering. Watch me go Yeah, not getting my yep. stuff done. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, it's when you, when you start having the awareness, it's like, oh, yep. Buffering. Yep. Yep. Let me listen to another podcast episode. Buffering. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. if we're like, shh, okay, what can I do to make $35 today? I've not thought of that. And I kept thinking that maybe consistency was a separate issue. I don't know why. Like, I feel like I was thinking I had all these different issues and not thinking that it stemmed from that thought because if I did feel like I knew what I was doing. I would probably be more consistent because I wouldn't feel so intimidated to work. Right. If you just have to think about what, how do I just get $35 today? And then just do that thing. What have you got to lose? <laughs> Nothing. Cause I'm just sitting on my butt over here. <laughs> Nothing. Well, no, you're doing laundry. You're making a schedule. Yeah. You're doing yeah. dishes. You're getting the mail. You're get, getting groceries. You're thinking about a lot of things about your calendar. You're not doing yeah. nothing. You're not just sitting on your butt. Like, again, yeah. those are all thoughts mm-hmm. that are contributing to this result of, I don't have direction. Yeah. Right. When really we can just be like, okay, 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 maybe, but what could I do to make $35 today? I'll just do that like one thing. Brain, tell me what to do. What could I do? And just sit there until it says, make a post or follow up with that one girl. There's that one girl. What about the girl we gave the sample to? Let's follow up with her. Okay. Then just do that one thing. Okay. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I help. Yes. I'm going to do this and then I'll come back. Hey, sounds good. All right, guys. Thank Such you. All today. We'll see you right back okay. here tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.